everybody, and welcome to the 13th edition of the 1853 podcast of Monmouth College. I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing, and this is the 1853 podcast, a weekly program in which we tell you about the people, events, programs, and history that make Monmouth an outstanding national liberal arts college. And we try to get it done in about 18 minutes and 53 seconds. In this 13th edition of the 1853 podcast, we'll meet Stacy Pellet. She gave the second annual Wistful Robeson Lecture at the college earlier this month. We'll also hear from the benefactor of what's become a very prestigious lecture at Monmouth, and that's Monmouth graduate Jean Giddings Robeson. We'll also visit with Abby Markley of the Monmouth Alumni Office. She's going to tell us about Monmouth's interactive online advent calendar, which goes live on December 1. And we'll check in as well with women's lacrosse coach Izzy Demera. She's getting ready for the second season of women's lacrosse here at Monmouth College. This is the Monmouth College 1853 podcast. I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. Before we visit with this week's guest, I want to call your attention to a couple of upcoming Christmas events here at Monmouth College. Christmas at Monmouth, which is a wonderful annual musical event, will be this Saturday, December 2. The concert, which is free and open to the public, gets underway at 7.30 in the evening in the Dahl Chapel and Auditorium. Hope to see you there for what is always a wonderful event. And don't worry if you can't make it over to Dahl Chapel and Auditorium. You can watch a live stream of Christmas at Monmouth. Simply check out the cover of the Monmouth website, which of course is monmouthcollege.edu, where there will be a link to the live stream of Christmas at Monmouth. Monmouth's annual Christmas convocation will be on Tuesday, December 5. That will also be in the Dahl Chapel and Auditorium. That gets underway at 11 o'clock in the morning so that Monmouth students, faculty, and staff will be able to attend what's always a very special event orchestrated by Monmouth chaplain, the Reverend Terry Ott. And although Mama's 161st commencement is more than five months away, the college has already announced who will give the commencement address in 2018, and that will be the critically acclaimed author Min Jin Lee. As you might have read, Min Jin Lee's second novel, Pachinko, was a finalist in November for the 2017 National Book Award. He was also recently named one of the New York Times' top 100 notable books of the year. There's a story about Minji Lee on the Monmouth College website, monmouthcollege.edu. And in case you were wondering, Monmouth's 2018 commencement will be at noon on Sunday, May 13, on the college's Wallace Hall Plaza. Depending on which event you use to market, the Christmas season got underway either the day after Thanksgiving or with the start of Advent. Either way, this Friday, December 1 means there are but 24 days left until Christmas Day, and the Monmouth Alumni Office has a way for you to count down those days. For the second consecutive year, the Monmouth Alumni Office has created an online interactive Advent calendar. The online calendar goes live on Friday, December 1, and you can find it on the cover of the Monmouth College website, which of course is monmouthcollege.edu. The person behind the Advent calendar is Abby Markley. She's Monmouth's Associate Director of the Monmouth Annual Fund. 
Abby worked closely with my colleague and Monmouth alumnus, Director of Web Initiatives Nick Carlson, to create what promises to be another wonderful Advent calendar. In addition to counting down the days until the arrival of Santa Claus, Abby says that the Advent calendar is also a nice way to remind folks of the role that the Monmouth Annual Fund plays in the life of the college. So it's a virtual Advent calendar. Um, it's a way for us to celebrate the holidays um, and also get awareness to alumni, friends, um, parents, current students. Um, it's a way for people to interact with us. Um, ways for people to learn about what um, Alumni and Development Office has to offer, um, gives them different ways to give, and it's just a bunch of um, ways for us to make an impact all condensed into one big, um, fun, interactive way. Abby says that this year's Advent calendar has a lot of fun features as well. There are giveaways. Um, there are also um, save the dates in the calendar. Um, there are fun games about the history of Monmouth, the history of um, the alumni of Monmouth. Um, there are so many things um, with so many different people that work here. Um, it's just a fun way. As Abby points out, the Monmouth Annual Fund plays an important role in the life of the college, from providing budget relief to scholarships for students. Thanks to the generosity of the Monmouth alumni, friends, and parents of students, the Monmouth Annual Fund raises about $2 million a year. Um, the annual fund is great. It's um, always changing. There's something new every single day that I get to do, um, and I really get to impact um, the students on campus in a positive way. Some of them couldn't come here and pay full tuition, so it definitely helps. Um, we have a thing called Tuition Runs Out Day. So um, in about February, their money actually stops working and the annual fund dollars kick in and help them finish out the school year. And Abby says that serving as associate director of the Monmouth Annual Fund is a rewarding job because of the impact it has on the college. It is very rewarding. Um, knowing the impact that I have on campus is great. Um, even we have this senior class gift. Um, I got to see that fundraised for and then also the impact that it has now on campus where the gift is here. Um, getting to see the students. Last year was a grilling area. So getting to see the students now using that and knowing that I had a hand in making that happen is um, a very rewarding thing. That's Abby Markley. She's the Associate Director of the Monmouth Annual Fund. She's also the person behind Monmouth's online interactive Advent calendar. And that goes live on Friday, December 1. And you can find a link to it on the cover of the college's website, monmouthcollege.edu. Congrats again to Abby, also Director of Web Initiatives Nick Carlson, and the rest of the folks in the college's Office of Communications and Marketing, as well as the Alumni Office. Their creativity and energy brought the Advent calendar to life. You're listening to the Monmouth College 1853 podcast, and I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. It's more than two and a half months until the start of the season for women's lacrosse at Monmouth, but Monmouth coach Izzy Demera has been busy since the start of the school year preparing for the college's second season in the sport. Um, so we just wrapped up our fall season right before Thanksgiving break, and we worked a lot on individual skill work, stick work, footwork, um, a little bit of agility. Um, as we get ready for preseason, we'll start doing more small-sided drills and game-like scenarios. 
Um, and then once season gets going, we'll really get into the nitty-gritty of it, of running our offense and running our defense. Mom, this 2018 women's lacrosse season opens on February 25 at April Zorn Memorial Stadium. That's when Westminster College of Missouri comes calling. Preseason gets underway on January 22. 2017 was not only the first season for women's lacrosse at Monmouth, it was also Izzy's first season as a head coach on the collegiate level. First year um, was my first year as a head coach, which was exciting. Um, and for our players as well, you know, all of them were playing college lacrosse for the first time. So we had a lot of really positive things that came out of the season. We got our first win against Cornell, which was exciting, especially being a conference win. Um, and then we really kind of focused on the fundamentals and setting the foundation um, and the culture of our program in the first year. Um, so now getting ready for year two, we're excited to keep that momentum going. We've got some new faces um, and then some great returners as well. Izzy says that it was an honor to be Mama's first women's lacrosse coach, but she says an even bigger honor was seeing how her players succeeded off the field. I think last year the thing I was most proud of was actually our academic accomplishments. Um, we had a team GPA of a 3.2. Um, we were named an IWLCA Honor Squad, and we had seven academic all-conference players, and um, Morgan Holly was named to the IWLCA Honor Roll. Um, which was exciting. So I think it's really cool to see our athletes off the field, all of their accomplishments. And then, you know, the stuff we're doing on the field is really exciting too. Um, but it's cool to kind of see them, you know, off the field in their element, you know, whether it's in the theater or in the science department. Izzy says that three team rules are at the corner of shaping the culture of women's lacrosse at Monmouth. I think for us being a new program, you know, we have the ability to make the program what we want it to be. And so when we focus on the culture, we focus a lot on, you know, the way that we're playing, the way that we're carrying ourselves, um, the standards that our players are holding each other to. Um, we've got three team rules, be prepared, be accountable, and be respectful. And so we've kind of based everything off of that. Izzy grew up in Colorado playing lacrosse, and she played it on the collegiate level at St. Bonaventure University in upstate New York. Izzy says it's exciting to help plant a sport that she loves right here in the Midwest. It's been a little bit of a learning curve um, being in a non-traditional lacrosse area. Um, when I first moved here, the closest high school with a team was three hours away. Um, now I'm excited to see that there's four high school girls teams in Peoria. Um, so it's definitely growing. It's exciting to have, you know, some athletes in our program who've always been interested in lacrosse but never had an opportunity to play. And we've kind of built our program around athletes, you know, who really love the game but haven't necessarily had an opportunity to compete until now. Izzy says lacrosse is becoming a more popular sport with young people for a number of reasons. Um, I think lacrosse is growing because it is a very interesting sport. Um, it's fun. It's fast-paced. Fun. You get to be really, really creative with what you do. Um, with your stick work, I played attack in college. And so being able to kind of juke out defenders, break their ankles, I think that's always fun. And then I think the camaraderie and the teamwork is really cool. Um, I know in college, like I loved my team. We were super close. We loved working together on the field. And you know, we couldn't really rely on one person to carry the team. It really, you know, had to be a team effort. That's Monmouth women's lacrosse coach Izzy Demera. Her Fighting Scots opened their second season on February 25.
You can follow Izzy on Twitter at Coach Demera. That's D-E-M-A-R-A. You can follow Mammoth Women's Lacrosse on Twitter at Scott's W-L-A-X. And don't forget to follow Mammoth College Athletics on Twitter at MC Fighting Scots. Of course, to keep up with all things Fighting Scots related, be sure to check in early and often to the Mammoth College Athletics website, and that address is monmouthscots.com. This is a good point in the podcast to remind you of the plethora of ways in which you can follow Monmouth College throughout the social media spectrum. The college's main Facebook page is facebook.com slash College. The college's main Twitter account is at Monmouth, and the college is on Instagram at Monmouth College. If you're on Snapchat, be sure to follow Monmouth there. It's This Is Monmouth. And don't forget to follow Monmouth on Spotify, where there are several swell playlists for your audio enjoyment. You're listening to the Monmouth College 1853 podcast, and I'm your host, Dwayne Bonifer, in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. Monmouth College's second annual Wistful Robeson Lecture was held earlier in November, The purpose of the annual talk is to enlighten the campus as well as the community about critical issues in agriculture, and this year's speaker did exactly that. This year's speaker was Stacy Pellet of Whispery Mills Farms over in Atlantic, Iowa. Stacy's also with the John Deere Company. Her talk was called Digging Beyond the Dirt, which was a very lively and informative discussion about using precision agriculture. Before Stacy gave her talk to a large audience in the Dahl Chapel and Auditorium, I caught up with her as well as the person who founded the lecture. That's 1960 Monmouth graduate Jean Giddings Robeson. Stacy and her husband farm on a fifth-generation farm in southwest Iowa called Whispering Mills Farms. Stacy says that one of the reasons the farm has survived for so long in the family is because it has adapted to change. Farming has changed a lot over those last five generations. Our family has been very fortunate to always be ones that embraced technology. And so even at, you know five generations ago, it was mechanical technology or moving from steel wheels to rubber wheels or whatever the case might be. But um, we, have, we have certainly seen our fair share of changes, but still farming today and hopefully raising the sixth generation of pellets to come into the operation at some point. And adapting precision agriculture methods is one of the ways Whispering Mills Farms continues to thrive, Stacy says. It, Southwest Iowa looks nothing like over here where we are, where it's nice and flat. And so we have a lot of challenges based on our terrain, based on our soil types that we have been able to mitigate and manage our risk through using precision technology. So I'll be talking about how we've used that, how it impacts our bottom line, and um, explaining some of those variables as we go through. As Stacy points out, precision agriculture is also a good example of the disruption taking place in agriculture. And um, precision technology is a little bit disruptive, which allows us to manage the change that's happening in our operation as well. Um, And there's so many opportunities to do things better through the use of precision agriculture. And so we love embracing this and we love to see what's coming down the pipeline. As Mammoth alum Gene Giddings Robeson pointed out, Stacy's talk about precision agriculture is exactly the kind of talk she envisioned when she founded the Wistful Robeson Lecture two years ago. I started this lecture in the history department, actually, to promote agriculture and to thank the farmers, not only of Warren County, but the surrounding area, and say, 
good job, fellas. Here is some more information that may help you in the future to become more knowledgeable about what's going on in the future and what we should expect to see. And Jean says she hopes that the annual Wistful Robeson Lecture will help the public appreciate the diversity of agriculture. That it's been worthwhile, that they've learned a diverse amount of things that they can use in the future, today and tomorrow. And as Stacy points out, the diversity of agriculture makes the industry a perfect place for college graduates who are inquisitive and have curious minds. And, you know, that's kind of one of the, the really neat things about agriculture. You don't have to be from a farm to become very passionate about agriculture and to make a difference for this industry. So um, I jumped in feet first and said, let me learn as much as I can. I read periodicals. I read, you know, successful farming and top producer and, and asked questions every time I met a farmer. I was asking questions and, of course, asking my husband questions. But I really wanted to learn because I wanted to understand um, how this industry could, it, it changes lives. I mean, agriculture changes life. It feeds people, and we have an opportunity to help feed the world. So I love being a part of that mission. I love that my family puts food on the table of other families. That's Stacy Pellet of Whispery Mills Farms in Atlantic, Iowa. She gave this year's Wistful Robeson Lecture. You also heard from Monmouth graduate Jean Giddings Robeson, whose vision started the Wistful Robeson Lecture at Monmouth College. You can read more about Stacy's talk in the news section of the Monmouth College website, and you can find that at monmouthcollege.edu news. Looking ahead to our 14th edition of the 1853 podcast, we'll find out what's going on with the folks over in the college's Department of Political Economy and Commerce. We'll also meet with Mama's Lincoln Laureate, that's the very talented Deanna Ruby. And as we do every week, we'll check in with the friendly folks over in the Huff Athletic Center to see what's happening in Monmouth College Athletics. And that's going to be a 30 for this 13th edition of Monmouth College's 1853 podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this program. Tell us what you think by firing off an email to us at news at monmouthcollege.edu. Be sure to put podcast in the subject line. Until our next edition, this is Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. Thanks so much for listening. So long, everybody, and have a nice day.